That's right, bitches. It's another all-new fucking Friday Wings. And it's the 4th of July case. I'm talking fireworks. I'm talking missing digits. I'm talking barbecues. I'm talking pool parties. I'm talking sparklers. I'm talking time with friends and families. I'm talking natty ices. Tonight. There's fighting and violence and hopelessness in the world And you don't know where you can go But I'm here to tell you that that isn't so Here is a brand new show When there is something inside makes you afraid Then there is something to do Just challenge some guy to a game, Tiddlywinks And you find that courage in you Because there is nothing that's greater than tiddly wings with stray angels. Ain't we lucky we got them? The wings. And how? Tilly Winks with Strangers is filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome to Tiddly Winks with Strangers. As it is every fucking Friday, I'm your host, Jason Herb. Like I said, it's very special, Winks. Uh, my, hum- my humbleness. <laughs> my humble apologies. What am I doing with my life? Holy shit. Alright, listen. This is what's going on tonight. You got your fucking Friday wings, alright? Just like normal. It's like a normal Friday, except it's not. Because I'm celebrating my birthday. Okay, it's birthday. Birthday wings! My birthday was on Tuesday. Also on Wednesday was 4th of July. So it's the 4th of July spooktacular! I don't know. Jesus Christ. We're going to be talking to the Condor. You know you know this. We also have... Uh, we're revisiting that age-old segment, A Slice of Billy's Life, where he mundanely drolls on about what's new in his life. Some things may surprise you. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I don't know, whatever Barry's doing, Jesus Christ, he'll be back. He had a personal crisis. Uh, he found himself again. I'll let him tell you about it next week on the Wacky Wednesday episode of The Winks. And then, of course, I'm going to try to get him back for the next Friday's episode. That's right, two Winks in one. That's because on Wednesday, it's a very special guest, Haley Joel Osmond, a.k.a. The Mitt will be joining us in Winxia Studios. It's the long-anticipated 50th episode of The Winks with The Mitt. So you're not going to want to miss that. For $2.99 a month, The Mitt will record your outgoing voice message for you one time only. If you don't get him on that day, you don't get him. But you'll get Billy the Beard. That's part of the premium package. When you pay $2.99 a month, your fucking dues, I flick you into the cup. You're automatically a member of the cup. Would you flick, etc. You know what I mean? So you also get a t-shirt. You, have a, you get pod blasts. You know what you get, okay? This is episode 49, I think. So and we're getting there. You know what you're getting by now. Like I said, we just got picked up by two new platforms, Breaker and Castro. So listen on there if you don't already listen. Because wherever you listen to casts, Winks will be there. And you know what Ronald Reagan said minutes after being shot as he laid on the pavement bleeding out. He whispered into his Secret Service agent's ear. Gonna be a good winks. Would you flick?
First name Sal, you want a Limbergline, I'll show you how. Cocky! Uh, hey, Deb, it's me. Listen, I only got a few minutes before Dan comes back in. He's been riding my ass hard today, okay? I gotta get those TFG reports on his desk by 3.30. Now listen, uh, I got your message earlier. How come I can never talk to you live? Where are you, Deb? Pick up the phone if you can hear your loving husband's voice. It's me, Scott. Hey, Derp. God damn it. I don't have a lot of time. Now, I got your message. And yes, I can pick Brian and his little friend Jason up from dance class tonight. Where is it? It's in the basement of uh, Shady Grove, you said? What are they doing down there dancing, Deb? What, do I just walk in there and then I, I got to see them in tights and tutus? I mean, come on. What are you doing to your kid, Dad? Why don't you put him in baseball or something? What's he down there dancing with his little friend Jason for? Brian's downstairs. He's dancing. Great. Can we have veal scallopini for dinner when I get back? I love you dearly. Your loving husband, Scott. my synagogue well now is the point in the show that everybody I, a lot of people anticipate i get at least 46 percent of my emails asking about uh the condor it's weird they want to know when he's coming on they say hey enough nonsense <laughs> bring on the condor so without further ado I want to bring everybody's favorite co-host back, Uncle Rico, Uncle Mark, and everybody's favorite connoisseur of milk, and PB&Js. <laughs> it's Kevin the Condor. I love this song so much. <laughs> this is probably going to be your new like permanent Yeah, so We've tried a bunch of things over the last couple of uh, yeah. months. But this one sticks. It's called what is Flight it called? Flight of the Condor, right, or something? Something like that. It's yeah. a South American tribe has this song. It's about, badass. Yeah. The Song of the Condor from the anthology of Central and South American Indian music. Yeah. And you are the condor. Yeah, I'm like that's awesome. It's got like that. Cool, yeah. That, that flute. When people, touching strings. When people yeah. hear that flute, yeah. they're like, oh shit, condor is coming. <laughs> it's getting Dude. real. And he's here. He's got some fucking gusto. Yeah. All right. So that's your new. Yeah. That's your new. Uh, what is it called? Theme song. Yeah. Intro we'll music. Intro music. Whatever. Yeah. Like one of your precious wrestlers. Don't oh, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something, dude. Here it comes. Here it all comes. the fans out there know when real American hits, dude, mm-hmm. and the red, white, and blue come down. It's popping through my veins, man. And I come right out through that curtain, dude. That's and I right. come out and I drop the big boot right down there on the Andre, the fucking giant man. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> So we're back on a semi-regular uh, rotation here. We were kind of hit and miss there for a few weeks, but uh, yeah, we'll see. It how seems it goes. like the last few weeks we've been hitting. Our, we'll see uh, how it goes. This is episode forty-nine, by the way. Yes, it's almost the big milestone. We almost hit our uh, silver anniversary. The big milestone ep. Yeah. Featuring the mitt. <laughs> the mitt. I mean, it's almost serendipitous. Like I didn't even plan it that way. Episode fifty, and that's the one the mitt's coming on. Yeah. That's a big crazy. Celebrity get because I have like fucked us over. I have a little over or a little less than a week to uh, <laughs> figure out the fuck I'm gonna do with my life. There, uh, ask him with I mean, he's coming. I've promised it. Everything's fine. There's nothing to question or worry about. He'll be here, and uh, I'm just I'm a little nervous. We gotta ask him what if he did any method acting. Like if he did, you know, he hung out with people with HIV when he played Little Visitor. No, he was too young. He probably just read the lines. Uh, He's fine. I'd like he wa- to, I'd like he to wasn't imagine. like in his craft yet. You I'd know? like to imagine I'll he's hanging him. out with like 
guys like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Well, here's something I feel like. Oh, it's the Fourth of July cast, everybody. In case you didn't know, McGonagall's out there setting off fireworks. <laughs> this is what he he gets excited. I mean, what do you what do you want? But uh, yeah, just ask him. This is something I I understand a lot of other podcast hosts might do. They they kind of like pre-plan questions for yeah, guests. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Never occurred to me. Like, what the fuck is that we all? We don't about? pre-plan anything. But even, I mean, even the go for bobs are not pre-planned. If it's the mitt, I mean, maybe it's worth it. He's actually our first guest that's not you, Billy or Barry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> but whatever. So I don't know. Fourth of July cast, birthday cast. Birthday cast! I'm another year older, but none the wiser. We're talking candles, presents, conical hats. I- ice creams. whatever neapolitan all right since i say it's this fourth of july spooktacular yes i don't really have any fourth of july themed stories oh no i well a lot of other podcast hosts i understand might plan out topics (laughs) something they do yeah yeah. i don't really do that i just yelled that it's a spooktacular (laughs) because it's close to the fourth of july I don't have a spectacular plan. It's understandable. If you got a 4th of July themed story, by all means. Um, but I don't. I do. Okay, good. I have one from just this past weekend. Good. 4th of July get-together I had in the uh, the okay state of Virginia. Good. Virginia is for lovers. Well, that's true. That's what they say. That's true. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you like to hear it? Um, yeah. All right. But... McGonagall's fucking around at the boards. He's yeah, you got gotta his get dick him. Dick in his hand. I gotta get him back inside here. <clears throat> All right. Dead air. No Yankees game on tonight. Well, there is a game, but it's not on our, in our studio here, so I can't really comment on the greatness of Aaron Judge or Mike Ridiculous. Stanton, Giancarlo to his friends. Without further ado, it's time for. Hey, everybody! First stories on. Gather round! Wink's first story. That music, it just reminds me of like Saved by the Bell. Or yeah. Something like that. Well, it's the official first story music now. Yeah, like like I came skateboarding into the studio. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Denver, the last dinosaur. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, you, want a, you want a 4th of July themed summer story? I guess. The it's the spooktacular, whatever. I don't know. I got to save my energy. Halloween's coming up before you know it. Okay. That's my biggest spooktacular of the year. Everybody so, knows that's a busy time for me. Oh, Halloween, and that's our money. That's our, that's our wheelhouse. Yes. So, this past weekend, my girlfriend, she had a uh, baby shower in Virginia. Central Virginia. Yeah, I, I a, knew you disappeared for a while. Yeah, is at her friend's uh, in-laws' lake house. Okay, <clears throat> her in-laws are. Um, are you sure you can tell this story? Yeah, yeah, I, I actually cleared it with. Okay, her. okay. Yeah. So I know where this is going. Her friend's in-laws are exceedingly southern, like Colonel Sanders had sex with Foghorn Leghorn Southern. <laughs> Like, I go down there, and, like, I'm hearing, golly, and y'all, and aw shucks, and shit like that, right? <laughs> I'm like, this is You're not crazy. even that far south. No, it it's seriously, It like, doesn't take much. It's 250 miles, and it's a different fucking world. Just you know? a little bit over the Mason-Dixon line, and it's a different world. Oh, God. Some would even say that above the Mason-Dixon line has uh, become quite southern. I don't think you'll disagree with that. How do you mean? Culturally? Culturally. I'm okay. talking I'm talking I'm talking Confederate flags. <laughs> I'm talking systemic racism. <laughs> it's not anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But um that's tiddlywinkswithstrangers <laughs> at gmail.com. We're gonna get kicked off everything. So we headed down to Virginia and uh it was like a you know, it was a long drive. So uh, she asked me if I would go and keep her company and like I could hang out with all the guys who were going to be there. We'd all hang out at the dock and eat food and That's drink beer. That's a big sell. Women like to do that. There'll be other men. Yeah. And of course I'm You can like, sit with the men. And of course I'm like, well, <laughs> they're not guys I know. They're complete strangers. And hashtag, like, hashtag cocks, hats, and shell necklaces. <laughs> Am I right? I love the shell necklace. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. So, Too bad um, you didn't dust your cocks hat off <laughs> I didn't find it in time. <laughs> so we get down there and, uh, you know, greeting everybody. Hi, I'm 
Hi, how you doing? Yo, hey. <laughs> I'm with Lucy. I'm with her. And they're like, oh, hey so there. Awkward. Well, I do declare it's nice to meet you, boy. <laughs> Awesome. Fire a himself. Yeah, so like, you know, I get I'll on. say, I'll say, Kevin. I throw on my uh, my swim trunks, mm-hmm. jump in the lake. I'm going on, you know, just chilling, got a floaty. Absolutely. Yeah, just getting some sun, kick back. They had they had some brews, some uh, the wait, the hard cider brewed right in that part of the state in Virginia. It's yeah. like, oh, this is some cool local brew, you know. It's not bad. It sounds great. So actually. I'm meeting, I'm meeting the in laws. Who there's like twenty of us staying in this lake house. I meet grandma and grandpa. Jeez. I meet Uncle Artie and yep. his children and his wife, and I meet Aunt uh, Rhonda. Aunt Rhonda is a <laughs> she's a she's got a dog. It's well, there's dogs everywhere. I should state there was like four uh, golden retrievers. Yeah. There's a, a German Shepherd. There's just dogs everywhere. But there's one aunt. She had this little white thing. I could probably throw it like Nick Foles, like chucking 60 <laughs> yards, you know, like, whoo, big dick Nick, just chuck it across the lake. Yeah, I hate It's just little like shit. That, it's like a little fucking... Little yapper. Mom. Yeah. And um, so I get to meet these dogs. Ah, whatever. Okay. So the first night goes, everything's fine. I go to sleep. We get this big air mattress downstairs. And uh-huh. Like, this is all right. This is all right. I slept like a log. Yeah. Next day comes that everybody's getting ready for the baby shower. Hanging shit on the walls. We're talking decorations. <laughs> cupcakes. I'm talking streamers. We're talking games. And I'm like, oh, all right. This is cool. Whatever. So uh, it's the baby shower spooktacular. It's a fucking different world. For a guy like me, I've never been involved in this sort of shit. Is a southern baby shower different? No, it's all the same. Same old shit. All the okay. same. Yeah. I didn't know if it was a hoot nanny. No, <laughs> it was not a hoot nanny. So, uh, I, I, uh, me and the the guy who's gonna be a dad, yeah, uh, hanging out with him. He's a cool, chill guy. And uh, we got some brews. Went down to the dock. We're eating some meatballs, uh-huh. cheese and crackers. We're eating. We're good. <laughs> I'm jumping in the pond or in the lake. It's not a pond. It's a lake. I'm swimming around. You know. The shower ends. The ladies descend on the dock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I get out. You know, I'm playing cornhole. Yeah, you know, which is you're a southern... in the you're in the culture. Oh, dude. I have, I, dude. I am so immersed in southern culture right now. So I'm playing cornhole with the with the guys, and uh, we're shooting shit, talking football and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, the day's going. It's like a it's a nice, like awesome day at the lake, partying. It was great. Sounds like the, it is. The sun begins to descend. I say, I say, Kevin, <laughs> you play some of that cornhole. <laughs> the sun descends over the lake. We have this beautiful pink, purple, and orange sunset. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Well, next thing you know, the stars. You ever stars. see a Virginie sunset, Kevin? <laughs> well, <laughs> some, some of the, uh, you know, Pappy and, you know, everybody, they, they take the cooler down to the dock. And now the dock is out on the lake. There's this yeah. walkway going about i want to say 40 feet 50 feet long okay a, a, it's about four or five feet wide it's just this walkway that goes out to the dock on the lake it's a nice setup actually yeah it sounds beautiful and uh so the, it gets dark there's people down on the dock we're up on the, on the patio mm-hmm. there's like me my girlfriend the couple who are having the kid you know some other people and there's a hammock so I'm like, yo, let's go lay in the hammock. Perfect uh, southern summer's night. Dude. Oh, yeah. We got, you know, got a drink. Me and my girlfriend are in the hammock. We're looking up at the galaxy of stars. The, we're talking Pluto. Talking Saturn. A lot, of, a lot of talking tonight. The moon. He's talking a lot of things. Oh, yeah. There's a lot I'm of stuff talking the little man in the moon. <laughs> I'm talking his smiling face shining oh. down on me. So we're, we're sitting there and we're looking up at the stars and we're kind of shooting the shit. And then we hear the voice of Aunt Rhonda. She goes, Emma Lou. That's her dog. Of the, the little, little white shit one. one. The little yeah. white one. She goes, why don't you come on down? Let's go. We're going down to the dock. We're going to go get some drinks and get me some more wine. So Aunt Rhonda <laughs> disappears into the night. <clears throat> Two minutes later, Grandpa comes up. He's like, oh, it's 10.15, time for bed. Mm. I'm like, all right, and then take it easy. And then he goes inside the house. And uh, about five, ten more minutes pass. And me and my girlfriend are in the hammock. We're just, you know, talking lowly. And we hear, where's Emma Lou? Oh, an eagle must have got her. Ha, 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 ha. And they're all, like, joking and shit. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of dark, but it's kind of funny, too. It's up my alley. So uh, then you hear, nah, where is she? What? Where is she? 
and they're looking at, like you hear like a little bit of rustling. Then you hear, "Oh my god!" And oh then god. you hear a, a man's voice go, "Fuck!" Oh shit! So then there's some thrashing around in the oh, water, god, no. and some, "Oh no! Oh god! Oh god!" It's like Michael Keaton and the other guys where it's like, "Oh my god, he's dying!" Something like, really happened. Something really happened. And you hear like oh you hear god. a big fucking commotion. You hear water splashing. You hear, "God no! No God!" Oh! <laughs> God, this perfect southern summer's night. Oh, so the guy <laughs> It's ruined. The father of the uh, soon-to-be child disappeared. Oh, he goes down to the dock to see what the commotion is. I the, sh- an eagle got the dog. It sounds... Just like they well, said. We just keep hearing, oh, God, no! Oh, Jesus. Like, Jesus. She's losing her shit down there. You shouldn't be laughing. This is well, terrible. Like, just a few minutes later, he comes up. No. He comes up with a cooler. Oh, and we're like, um... He goes, well, that's a first. Dead dog at a party. Oh, my God. And we go, oh! How did this happen? Apparently, while they were going, this is the what we suspect, as they're going down the rampway to the dock, the dog just kind of fell off in the dark, and they found it floating by a jet ski. But all dogs can swim. They I, inherently know I how to doggy paddle. I could have sworn all dogs knew how to swim. This one, I think it just took one mouthful of water, and that was it. Jesus, God, It was no. gone. Oh, my God. So as soon as he comes up, he drops the cooler. He goes in the one shed. Uh, his dad and his brother-in-law come up with big fucking rocks. Like, they look like tombstones. We're like, what are you doing with the rocks? And they throw them in a wagon. They're like, well, we got to put them on top of the dog so an animal doesn't dig it up. And they immediately, <laughs> take, they immediately take it around the side of the house, and they're going to bury the Like I don't even think she got, like, five minutes to, like, say goodbye to the dog. Like, they yeah. just, they tried to resuscitate it. It wasn't taken. The thing was dead. And they just threw it in a cooler, fucking dragged it out, and they buried it in the woods. And that's it. Well, there, there's a really dark twist to this part of the story. So the the really, there's the, the dark side of this that I, I can't laugh at because it's fucking just brutal. It's the worst thing. Oh, man. So, What's worse than a little, precious little dog drowning at a supposedly happy event? So I told you it was this, this little dog and the lady had it. And... God, this is so bad. You want to talk about the worst fucking day ever. So this was also... <laughs> this morning, her and her nieces woke up early and they had like a little kind of like prayer session type of thing. and As they do in the Because summer. it was the birthday of her son unfortunately just like two years prior he had overdosed and passed away oh god so this to night, the very day the very day oh, so the same day the dog died the dog died on his birthday when he, he od'd two years earlier oh man so, so she was like extra like fucked up yeah <laughs> to dude put it mildly wow winks it was fucking uncomfortable because I'd never met any of these people in my life. And God knows, I might never see them ever again. Right. And I was there for this calamitous situation where a woman's psyche was put to the test. Your jovial southern trip sure had a lot of ups and downs. It became gothic. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally, about 20 minutes ago, I forgot to say this before, mm-hmm. the guy got an email oh? from Anchor, who are the lovely hosts of our podcast. Yeah, God bless Anchor, yes. Um, we just got picked up on another uh, You're kidding. platform, and this is the big get, one I talked about many times about getting. Oh. Tiddlywinks with Strangers is now available on Spotify. Oh, that is big. We've talked about this. Wherever yeah. you stream your music and casts, Spotify's a big one. <laughs> that's official, Kev. I like it. Uh, I hope that's somebody... a big boy cast. Yeah, that's that's where the big boys play. That's so, where they pull pull out their dicks and lay them on the table. So yeah, look for us on uh, Spotify. <laughs> but <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I was, you know, how I'm, I'm running out of stories. You know. Yeah. Some some days I am, some days I'm not. 
I have to really like I don't like examining my life, you know? Like you no, gotta rack thing. through all the parts, good and bad. And I try to come up with these stories. And it sort of is like like a writer with writer's block. Even though these are things that happen, I'm not like creating content. It's like some weeks it just flows to me. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Oh, that was hilarious. And some weeks I can't remember my life. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember to put your pants on the right way. So I can't think of any like 4th of July mishaps. But I will tell you a second story. I don't have, there's no second story song. That's excessive. Yeah, that's, that's, that's excessive. What, what, would it, what would it even be? Not Nothing. Second story. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. Uh so this story took place though when you were a younger man. Of course when I was a younger man. <laughs> Most wing stories do. All right. But this took place over the 4th of July. Okay. But it has nothing to do with the 4th of July. Well, we'll just go with the timing. It's all right. And it's because this is the story of when Jason Herb learned how to drive. Ooh. As I mentioned earlier, my birthday is the day before the 4th of July. That's right. Therefore, my 16th birthday, I'm raring to go. He's got a lead foot. He wants his license. He's going to be independent from his parents. Give me that license. Let me drive. Drive, drive, 55. I'm just going to throw in some Hagar. I'm glad you (laughs) That was what I sang to my daddy. Daddy, I want to drive. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> but so when I was 15, I did like the whole like, uh, what is it? The permit or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that like, you know, when I turn 16, take that test, you know. Mm-hmm. However, where we are in PA, if PA has weird driving rules or whatever. Tell me about it. I don't remember exactly what it is, but there's some kind of like, uh, there's a certain amount of road hours you have to log or something like that before you can take the test. I don't remember what it was. So, like, my dad took me out a few times, you know, and he was getting a little frustrated with me. (laughs) The honest truth is, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania probably shouldn't have ever issued me a driver's license. Oh, you're not that bad. No, I guess I'm not that bad. You probably were when you were 16. Yeah, and then after that, my friends used to call it Herbs. Don't do any more herbs, man. Can't you just that's drive right? right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can't you just drive right? Herbs. Like, no, no, no. We're, we're not going over any curbs or whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> when I was 16, though, you know, one of the big parts of the test is the end where you have to parallel park between. That is the one. I mean, there was an entire Doug episode about yeah. that. Yeah. So. I don't know what my dad was thinking, but he had me practice on a side street with real people's cars. That oh, he didn't just... use like traffic. No, cars. no, he real he, cars. He didn't think it through. I didn't think it through. <laughs> He's like, "Look, these two cars have enough space in between them. Why don't you try to pull it in there? We'll just do some practice." All <laughs> right, that's that's ballsy. Yeah, I hit the guy's car. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, but not hard. Like the one you're going, in front or in back. you're going like one mile an hour when you're like backing in so i just dinged it you know okay. the one in, i was backing into okay so the one behind him and he's like ah oh, shit <laughs> of course Fuck. so he like went up there the guy came out because it made it made kind of a noise but it, it was it sounded worse than it was it's just a scratch just a ding and, and the guy was pretty pissed but my dad talked him out of it and, and that's when i think he decided he i'm gonna put you in a professional's hands i'm done with this <laughs> come to find out his triple a membership covered like Five or six driving classes, oh, enough cool. to yeah. get like your your hours in before you take the test. Okay. Uh, so he put me, he passed me off. He passed the buck because there was a couple Good more fun. like close calls he had. He was just done with me. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. So I show up at this like AAA driving center, right? And I don't know what to expect. And they got one of those cars where I don't know. I don't know if you ever were in one of these where it's like the learning car where there's I a steering wheel that, and no. brakes on. On both sides? Yeah, I never did that. It's so weird, dude. I, I wouldn't have done it either if I would just listen to my daddy. And I don't know what to expect, so I'm just going to go with the flow. You know, I've driven before. I got this. You got that, yeah. So in the car, hops the man that would change my life forever. Nick Foles? No. This motherfucker. Was the spitting image of Al Roker. You're fucking kidding. No way. <laughs> but it wasn't Roker. Just a mound? It was like a, the love child of Al Roker. And what's that guy he used to be on like David Letterman's show? Biff? Biff Henderson. Like the, Biff yeah, Henderson. Yeah. He was the love child of Al Roker <laughs> fuck, and Biff Henderson. That's an ugly guy. That's what this guy looked <laughs> like. Not only that. Well, he was he was larger than any of those two gentlemen. 
Very oh, rotund. Jesus. All right. He comes in covered in pit stains, <laughs> smelling like uh, three day old like potatoes, bacon in the sun with like all these spices on it. <laughs> spice. Just like the word spicy. spicy bo man, oh. like some kind of cilantro, oregano. Awful. Awful. <laughs> he just reeked, right? He just reeked. Right. He's like, "How we doing? How we doing, young man?" <laughs> and he introduced. I don't even remember his name. And he's like, you got to have so many hours now, and I'm going to teach you how to do it. So I'm like, all right. So he's like, why don't you just pull on out of the parking lot? Like, he was so loud like that, you know? Like, just off-putting, and, but also kind of funny at yeah, the same yeah. time. He's kind of got cool I'm like, I kind of like this guy. Yeah. So we're driving a little bit. He's like, take a left here. Take a right here. Yeah, <laughs> all right. So demanding. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he starts doing this. Like, like I came to a stop sign, and I go through, and I hear... Why didn't you stop for the full three seconds? Oh, and I'm like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> and he's like, you must stop at a complete stop for three seconds. Spell out S-T-O-P to help you. And I'm like, he's clapping? why is he clapping? Like, he's like, excuse my clapping. This is how I get it into my student's head, what they do and do not have to do. Like he used to be like on a cheer squad. He feels he like if he does it, it's going to like be drilled in me. And I'm I like, holy it, shit. I think it was since 20 years later. Uh, well, I just remember the guy. Uh, I don't know. I can't speak much clapping, though. for my driving. <laughs> I don't know if that was effect- It was That was supposed to be the effective. You're not supposed to remember me. You're supposed to remember the skills I transferred to you. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever so like that was a thing now so that was like day one we go through i went back like three or four more times each week i would go there and i know he's gonna clap at me you know mm-hmm. then he starts calling me pasty right whoa whoa <laughs> hold up hold up you can't you can't go through a yellow light pasty he's <laughs> like shitting on you you must come to a complete stop beforehand what a like, terrible Holy shit. This is hilarious. So he's got all these <laughs> nicknames for me now. But it's endearing. He's not trying to be a dick. Yeah. He, I think he's got a soft spot for me. You know, oh, he loves digging, me. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm learning from him. Like, I, I don't know if it's the clapping, but I'm picking up what he's throwing down <laughs> as we progress. You know, if, if this was a TV show, now would be the time where I have a montage of me and him learning. Learning. And like, I'm learning to drive. I said I'm learning with this guy by my side. Yeah, and, and that's what it red was. Light, like, yeah, that's what it was. Shake and bake. Montage, each time I'm getting a little better. <laughs> <laughs> like that thing, you know? Yeah. So, and I was. And that, but then he, he developed like all these names for me. He's called me Pasty. I like that <laughs> he one. started calling me Peter Pan. <laughs> that one's a little insulting. Peter Pan, I don't know if I like that one. Because I'm a white kid. I don't know. <laughs> you weren't wearing tights. No. No, I'm sure he's a little bit racist, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Whatever. I loved him. I loved him for it. <laughs> so, yeah, and then there was times where, like, he would, like, slam on his brake, you know, on his side. Like, I'm sorry I had to take control of the car, but you just weren't making safe decisions. <laughs> like, all right, all right, it's fine. This guy, this guy and he would, like, he would make me stop. Like, you want to talk about not being safe? He would just have me stop where I was in the middle of the road. There's people behind us. They're honking sometimes. <laughs> While he explains to me what I'm doing wrong. Like, not pull over. So he's not, he's like, fuck him. Just, just sit here while I tell you what wow. to do. And if I didn't get it, the more pissed off people behind me are going to get. So it's rather tough than, love. Rather than being courteous If you want them the people to stop yelling at you, you'll get what I'm laying down, boy. That's not how it's Listen no. to me, Peter Pan. You can't be so discourteous. No. Yeah. He was ridiculous. The whole time he smelled like old beans and <laughs> liver. All spice. I don't fucking know, dude. He just reeked. So, you know, it was time for me to take my test. Yeah, I learned from my parents. I, I learned from uh, this guy. I learned a little bit from my street smarts that are inherently in me, as you know. Street smarts, yeah. And uh, I went to take the test. And his, where he taught was, like, adjacent to the DMV. So, like, his little driving area, like, mm-hmm. was out there, you know. So, like, I just, I went to the same place, but this time I went to the DMV side. They gave me, like, a real instructor, you know. and A real instructor. Well, well the guy who's actually going to yeah. test me for my license. And he walked me through, you know, what we're going to do and did my rounds and everything. Parallel parked. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm talking orange cones. I'm talking jerk the wheel. I'm talking straighten up. I'm talking nailed it. <laughs> you didn't hit the orange barrel. I'm no, I, I did it. 
and I got my driver's license, right? So when you get your license, you have to go back inside and stand in yet another line. Yeah, that's right. For so the they can take the picture. Yeah, like, yeah. It's all just lines, you know? But I don't care. I was geeked at this point. You know, I'll, I'll wait all fucking day for that little card, you know? <laughs> so I'm waiting in line. <laughs> I'll never forget. This man will forever be my Ben Kenobi. <laughs> I look out the side window there. He yeah. must have been in between clients. And I don't know if he watched my whole test, mm. but I just see him with his arms folded right outside the window, <laughs> nodding at me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so proud of me. Yeah. And then he just he was just gone. Like, I, he wasn't at the window anymore. I look down, I look back up, and he's gone. <laughs> I'm like, where'd he go? He's so proud of you. And I never saw him again. I never saw him again. Even when I went outside... I like scanned the area for him. He wasn't there. Was he ever really there, or was I just yelling at myself in that car the whole time? Did you imagine? Or the was clapping? he just so magical? I don't. I don't know. That clapping was all in your imagination. But over that Fourth uh, of July weekend and my birthday, shit got real. He taught me how to become a man from a boy. Driving, that is. <laughs> oh my God! Would you flick? Hey guys, you know what? I was thinking, uh, I heard you guys talking about Bigfoot, right? And I was thinking, um, you know, I have proof that Bigfoot doesn't exist, right? Because if Bigfoot did exist, we would find Bigfoot shit somewhere. And nobody has ever found Bigfoot shit. And if we did find Bigfoot shit, we would know, we would know what Bigfoot eats. Nah. Just something to think about. Would you flick? Well, like I said, yeah, Billy isn't uh, around in Winkster Studios that much anymore. No, not, <clears throat> but, not often. But he never forgets about the Wings. It's in his heart. It's uh, it's definitely in his heart. Absolutely, it is. And he'll prove it to you oh. this week. Yeah. While we listen in on Billy's call-in. On his adorable segment about his his mundane life. Here's a slice of Billy's life. He'll share it with you and with his wife. If you'd like to share his life, here's a slice of Billy's life. Hello, everyone. Uh, I don't like how that sounded. Could probably come up with a better intro. Oh, God, what am I doing? So anyway, uh, it's your boy, Billy the Beard. Uh, another name I'm going by now is uh, Billish. You know, I change my uh, my brand, my style. I, I change my personality, personality like I change my damn underwear. So, I mean, God only knows if next week I'll be the same fucking person, but... Here's a slice of uh, of Billy's life, you know. It, at my heart, I'm still Billy. So, Billy the Beard will always be who I am. The only difference is this week, I'm also Billish. I like to go with uh, Billish. My, uh, my new thing is uh, I'm broadening my horizons. I've never dabbled in music before, but uh, I'm starting to try it. Writing down some, uh, some lyrics that come to my mind, and... Uh, downloaded a program on my computer to uh, try and make a beat so yeah well there's uh, a lot to talk about I guess I've been away for a while um, just kinda wouldn't say I took a break but you know I've been busy um, the wife and I moved I'm sure on one of those podcast episodes a few back I mentioned that we were moving again because uh the people that uh, were supposed to sell me their house decided to sell it to someone else and dicked me over. But uh, we found a nice apartment over by a nice lake, which is where we're at now. We're finally uh, settled in, and everything's pretty, uh, pretty kosher, I guess you could say. You know, it's cozy, it's affordable, and it's not too much farther away from everything else. So I mean, that's probably the biggest change in. Uh, my mundane life. Other than that, you know, um, 
the dog is still doing well. The marriage is still doing well. Uh, the new apartment is, uh, like I said, it's cozy, it's comfortable, it's nice. Uh, I don't know if you guys will be able to tell, but the audio quality on my end should sound a lot better because I picked up a studio microphone. I figured if I'm going to dabble with this music, it better be of good quality. And another added bonus to that is I can use the studio microphone to record my segments for the winks. It's a win-win. I can make good sounding music, potentially. And you guys can hear my amazing voice on the winks more. Um, the goal is to get it so everyone can use it. But it's still a work in progress, so we'll figure it out down the road. But... I had a great 4th of July, I was working, and it rained, but hey, it was still great. Hope all of you guys had a good one. I'm sure uh, Kevish, the Condor, Uncle Rico, and uh, Mr. Jason Herb will have uh, some stories to tell you. I don't really have many stories. Like I said, I was uh, unfortunately working, but I mean holiday pay is great because it's going to help pay for the rent of my new apartment. So, I mean, it's a win-win there, I guess. But, uh, you know, my mundane life, like I said, it, it's, it's, uh, not much has changed. You know, I'm still, still the beard, you know, it's, uh, it's getting pretty damn long. It's been almost a full year of growing it again after my previous trimming. But I think, uh, I think that's about it for me today, guys. You know, I plan on being in studio for the next episode I would like to be live again it's been a while however I'm not in studio today that is why you're getting just a generic you know slice of my life but um I hope you all do well hope you're all doing great I know I am and I just wanted to say hey I might not be here for every episode but I'm still around and I'll never forget my roots, which is you. I love you guys. The Winks, you guys are amazing. This is where I started. Y'all know me as local celebrity Billy the Beard, but soon I'm going to be worldwide celebrity Billish. Oh my god, new microphone flick. Oh god, this is awesome. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not going to <laughs> I'm not going to answer my phone, you'll see. As many of you <laughs> As many of you know, old Bob is estranged from his daughter. But guess what? This past week was 4th of July. It was 4th of July. A time when families get together for barbecues. You'll see. Old Bob was dreading this because his family hates him. But Beth reached out to me, you see. And invited me over for a course Light and a hamburger. But whilst there, I ran into that boyfriend of hers, Mark. I tell you, man, I'd like to give him a knuckle sandwich. But I was reserved and polite, you see. And I got along with them. But what Beth doesn't know is, when Mark wasn't looking, Oh, Bob peed in his charcoal grill. I can guarantee that's what this phone call's about. Time to face the music. Go for Bob! Ooh! 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 What's the... Oh, Bob's phone ringing. Just kidding. Happy Fourth, all you listeners! Ho ho ho! From Opop!
Well, Kev. Yeah. You know what uh, George Washington said as as he was fighting for the independence of our country, July Fourth. Uh, yeah, I believe he said, "Snitches get stitches." He said that, but then he turned to his troops and said, "Now listen, men." Every good winks must come to an end. Oh, and they knew exactly what that motherfucker was talking about. Well, a lot of them, they couldn't sleep because it was such a stressful thing in the war. So they would listen to podcasts to try to just relax. Yeah, they don't really talk about that in school. In between battles. And one of the podcasts the soldiers really enjoyed was Tiddlywinks with Strangers. On all media platforms, essentially. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's the Fourth of July spooktacular. <laughs> yes, it is. If if that's what I mean, it's a loose spooktacular. I saved the real pre like the planned ones for the major holidays. Okay. All right, all Whatever. All right, all right. Because between now, I mean maybe you'll get a Labor Day spooktacular. But really I think you gotta break all the way up until the Halloween spooktacular when spooktacular season starts up again. That's right. And then you got we got Thanksgiving spooktacular, Christmas so, spooktacular, yeah. New Year spooktacular. It's uh it's real quick and then that's the end of season two and then, you know, see you for season three. We're doing oh man, I can't believe we're about to hit fifty apps. It's weird. And I wanna thank each and every one of you listeners who The listeners to... are the most amazing part of the winks. I love that. I can blow cause... my mind all I want with how how much I, I just keep doing this. They but just shock me that the listen. fact that people keep listening means like I'll just keep going, you know, until until I get my statistics back and it says this episode was heard zero times. <laughs> it was a fucking failure. Then I will cry myself to sleep and never make a winks again. But as long as the numbers keep coming, I'm going to keep making winks. The people demand it. That's right. That's right. And, and so do I. You guys will get more dead dog stories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you know, now that I think about it, we shouldn't have started off with something so awful. Well, it was great. It was great. It was great. It was Kevin's Southern Jaunt. It just had a dark twist. That's why McGonagall always has that ominous music cued up. <laughs> he knows. It's it like a permanent part of his board over oh, there now. They I didn't think. see it coming. They never do. <laughs> so, uh. But I can guarantee you probably saw this coming. And it goes bum, bum, bum. Last story. Last story. Talking about, talking about. Last story. For real, yeah. Fucking ridiculous. It's awesome. So I'll I'll tell tonight's last story. And speaking of spooktaculars. Yep. Um and my lack of Fourth of July stories. Alright. This spooktacular harks back to a Christmas spooktacular. Oh, that's cool. You ever heard of Christmas in July? Uh, yeah. It's a thing people say or do. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but you hear that expression, Christmas in July. What do they do? I don't know. It's the halfway point between in the the year. It's definitely not. Six months until Christmas. No. July is the seventh month. Oh, yeah. Well, why do the people say that? I don't know. Jesus Christ. Get your lives together. Listen to the winks. Stop stressing. Christmas in July, okay, is what I'm doing, okay? Yeah. I'm okay, trying to okay, be cute. Okay, okay, I'm trying to be cute. Just bear with me. Okay, okay. So this <laughs> is a Christmas, t- and, and let's not forget how much I hate Christmas. You do not like Christmas at all. Uh, you are a, a Halloween guy through and through. Yeah, but I can't help with the spooktaculars to feel the jovial sensations of all seasons and holidays. So tonight's... Last story is the story of the one true Sinterklaas. Yeah, oh god, I'm in the mood right now. I'm jolly. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> what? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, here's the deal, okay? Broken cookies. Here's the fucking deal, all right? It was Christmas season. Yeah. So it was like early December, probably second week in December. This was, uh, God, how how long? Oh, not too long ago. I want to say like 2011, somewhere around there. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. It's like seven years ago. Yeah. My wife had just finished uh, her her bachelor's degree. She, she was finishing it up. Or something like that. 
something like that <laughs> for psychology all right, all right. and she had to do an internship or something this was like her last thing you know how you got to do that when you graduate yeah. and so she did an internship with uh i'm gonna protect the company you know wings protects the innocent do we sure whatever i don't i don't want to get in any kind of get i don't want to get in yeah. any kind of trouble because right. you know we're broke i play it safe so she <laughs> did her internship with this company that helps foster children oh that's helps noble. um place them and you know adoption and all that stuff that's cute which you know goes along with the whole social worker psychological psychology degree or whatever you know giving kids riddling whatever it is <laughs> and so i guess every year <clears throat> these kids the ones who like aren't placed yet or whatever or just stuck in the system because like this place also hosted um like an activity center where they could all like get together and they do activities like the kids so they're not just like left behind you know it was all inclusive and every year they had this like christmas dinner for all the kids and like even some of the kids who were like out being fostered like they could come with their foster families and like anybody who's associated with this company is welcome and they always have it at like Applebee's. <laughs> they rent out like half the restaurant. It's a right. whole thing, you know. And Santa Claus always comes and gives out gifts to oh, the kids and all that. Cheer, yes. And the one girl that Kim worked with, my wife, was telling her that they haven't like every year it had to be like a girl who played Santa Claus because there wasn't a lot of men who worked there. Okay. And the ones who did weren't, weren't really like they were like shy or whatever. So there's always, like, this one girl who, like, dressed up as Santa, and she's like, and it's cool, and they love it, but, you know, like, it's not that believable. Yeah. And she's like, uh, I'll talk to my husband if that's okay, because <laughs> this is right up his alley. <laughs> he loves, like, dressing up and, like, being an asshole and <laughs> like, doing, doing, like, ridiculous shit like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's not wrong. No, not at all, this is This is my, this is my, this is my thing. Hashtag brand. And they're like, well, he he's allowed to, like, you know, if he's willing to do it, like, mm -hmm. please ask him if he'd be willing to put on the suit and everything, because that would be, like, so much more realistic, and, like, it would make their holiday, mm -hmm. and to be honest, when she came to me, I was a little bit hesitant. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know these kids, like, what am I supposed to do? Is there a script? Like, what the fuck? You just signed me up for this? Like, That's true. Like, That's what true. is this? I'm you going to Applebee's? <laughs> I like milk and butter. <laughs> Cottage cheese. <laughs> I like Philly cheese steaks only at Applebee's. Boom. You know that song. Yeah, that's the one where they go, <laughs> I got my baby back, baby back. No, baby no, back. it's different. Whatever. <laughs> so she's like, I don't know. You know, it's pretty loose, but like they'll tell you what to do. Like you would make a lot of kids happy at Christmas. Huh. I said, I'm a fucking Grinch. <laughs> But my heart has a tendency to grow. As you know from the Winks Christmas Spooktacular. Oh, lest we forget, yes. I can be turned around. And so that day, I was. And so I went to her with Applebee's. I went there to the dinner, you know. And they were like, you know, you guys get free meals and stuff if he's hey, going to do that. I'm like, yeah. you got to feed me chicken fingers? You got, your fucking, <laughs> you got yourself a fucking Santa chant. Some applesauce. So, like, they're all eating. All the kids are there. There's, like, some foster families there. Yeah. They're bonding with their kids. It's beautiful in it's a way. Nice, yeah. You know, and the kids are, like, happy. They don't have anywhere to go. So, like, they're putting on this whole spectacle for them. Even, like, the Applebee's employees are, like, in on it. They all got Santa hats and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And, uh... I eat my free my free meal, you know? <laughs> and then these people just pull me aside, and they're like, are you Kim's husband? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, thank you so much for doing this. Um, the suit is in this duffel bag. And they gave me this big black duffel bag, you know? Yep. And they're like, so, you know, there's a bathroom here. It's private. It's locked, so no one will walk in on you. It's very important that nobody sees you changing and nobody sees you without the beard on. Super serious. Because, like, some of these kids are, like, three, yeah, five. Yeah. Like, they have no idea. They believe the shit out of this, you know? So now I'm feeling the pressure. I'm sweating. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Santa's got to be real. <laughs> and uh, they're like, so when you come out, you know, you can kind of just do your thing and, like, walk around and say hi to the kids and stuff. And then we have, like, a throne set up there. And you'll go sit on the throne, and they can all take turns sitting on your lap. And she's like, and we also have presents that we already bought from because they knew the kids who were going to be there. Mm -hmm. So they got presents, and they put their names on it. So all I had to do was, like, read the name, and they'd be like, holy shit, he knows my name. And, like, give them the present, yeah. you know? And then once all the presents are out, they're like, you know, kind of just, like, walk around and then make your 
exit back and back change, like you, you'll find a natural break. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or we'll just announce that you're leaving. Mm -hmm. But it was very kind of loose but organized at the same time. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, uh, I guess I'll go to the, to, uh, the uh, bathroom. <laughs> okay. So I'm in there, you know, splashing water on my face. I'm like, listen, buddy. Listen, buddy. You're the one true claws now. Okay? I'm like Tim Allen. When he killed Santa, and now he's Santa. Oh, that's fucking right, yeah. Now I'm the claws, dude. You're Scott Calvin, yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Like, you, when you're a kid, like, you revere Santa, you know? Being Santa from the inside out was a unique perspective that not a lot of people get to experience. Yeah, it's You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm seeing it from the other side. I'm starting to feel the pressure. I'm like, gotta make sure they don't pull the beard off. <laughs> you know, so I'm putting it on and everything. I'm getting fat. I got the beard. I already got glasses, so yeah. that's, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Got the hat on. Give myself a look in the mirror. I look like the claws, man. <laughs> I may have shown you a picture of it one time. Mm -hmm. I have. Seen it's an it. older picture. Yep. Every Christmas, I change my profile pic to it in, <laughs> in remembrance of the time I was cursed as the one true claws. <laughs> and I just, I, I just come out of the bathroom, you know. Because that's of, where Santa naturally comes from. Well, it was, they just saw from the back. There was like a corridor, you know. Gotcha. So luckily I wasn't just coming out of the men's room with like toilet paper on my shoes and shit. I just came from this corridor. It's magic, mm -hmm. you know. And I just kind of like went out. And before I could even get out there, like three little kids just came running at me. Oh. And I hear, like, the staff going, like, Santa Claus is here, everybody. And these kids latch onto my legs. The one grabs my arm, you know. And they're, and they're like, Velcro. Yeah. Like, they're not letting go. They're yeah, just like this. Yeah, you with them. I'm like, Santa, I love you. I wrote your letters. Did you get all my letters? I can't believe you came here to Applebee's. <laughs> and I'm like, hi, it's nice to see you. Of course I remember you. I read all your letters. <laughs> Liar. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they're all cracking up because they're like, oh, my God, he's doing the voice and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, And I'm kind of, like, shaking. Like, I'm super nervous. Yeah, Everybody's looking up. at me. Yeah. Like, all eyes are on me. You kind of have tunnel vision because you have the white wig, mm -hmm. and it kind of drapes around your face because he's got long, curly locks. The beard's man. up, your glasses are there, the hat's over, so like I could just see like little <laughs> goggles, and like everything's coming at me. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck. And like, I'm going around, and like all these kids are coming up to me. I'm shaking hands at the table, you know, and like the fathers are there, and they're like, nice to meet you, Santa Claus. Santa Thank you for coming. I'm like, oh, God, it's so weird. It's so weird. And you're trying so hard not to crush a kid's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I get up to the throne, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And the line forms immediately. Yeah, like, these kids are up. trained. They yeah. know what to do. Every kid knows. And they just start jumping. Like, I don't have time to catch my breath. I feel like. <laughs> this is all happening in a, in a whirlwind. Yeah. You know? And they're boom, boom, boom. And like, what would you like for Christmas? And they're telling me. And, like, they, they start getting wise, some of them. Some of them are little smart asses, you know? Oh, One that. girl's just, like, studying me. <laughs> She's got the head nod going. She's like... I think your beard is fake. Oh, that bitch. And I'm like, Santa Claus doesn't have a fake beard, you little bitch. <laughs> no, I didn't say Santa that. won't bring you a new family. And she's like, it's not. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, no, this is a long beard that took me years to grow as a young Santa. And she's like, okay, then. Oh, she bought it. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> it was time to hand out the gifts. I'm like, I've listened to all your requests. And I've got some of the gifts that you've asked me for, hoping that some of them were. Yeah, I don't I know what say, to how say. Did you, how did you I don't know? know what to say. You didn't know that. That's I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I start handing them out. They got names on them, right? Okay. Some of these names are in unpronounceable. Like what? I don't remember. That, like uh, Naquanda or like. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like. Me Weekash, <laughs> you know what I mean, like like the foreign kids. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, some of them are straightforward. Little Sarah, where's Sarah? You know, mm -hmm. and then like they whisper in my ear, they're like, you shouldn't say like where's Sarah because you should already know who they are. And I'm like, oh right, right, right. And I'm like, Sarah, I see you. Come on up. Uh, and then she would just come up, you know, because they're gonna be like, how come he doesn't know me? Yeah, yeah. The kids are smart, you know. But then like the one kid is like. Santa Claus doesn't know how to say our names. Jesus. <laughs> and they're like, Santa's just had trouble with his glasses. That's all. And I'm like, I need a new optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> what a go, God. That's a killer. 
So they're like, all right. Like, you can see the parents are like, it's all right. He has a present for you. He knows your name. He's mm-hmm. just, he can't see well. So they, they, they just forget because kids forget quick. Mm-hmm. I get all the presents out, you know. I'm making rounds. Like, I am just sweating through this suit, man. Uh-huh. Like, between nerves and just being hot in general in this fucking suit. I'm like, I gotta go. Santa's gotta make this disappearance. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> 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 like hyperventilating, you know? So, like, they all just, like, they're enjoying their presence. They're opening it. Uh-huh. And I just do a slow back away down like the, the court. Man, right? yeah. <laughs> Nobody sees me. <laughs> except one kid does, right? Uh-huh. So, like, I, I can hear him coming and I see him out of my peripheral. Uh-huh. But I just, like, go in the bathroom, shut it, lock the door, you know? Oh. And he's pounding on the door. Santa! Santa, what are you doing in there? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I do? What, <laughs> what do I do? I can't open the door. Santa doesn't poop or pee. <laughs> Santa doesn't poop. I, guess, I never thought of that. And uh, I hear like one of the staff come up behind me like, Santa, that's where the chimney is at Applebee's. Santa had to go back up and, and fly away with, with Rudolph. Oh. All right, then! And I hear him like pitter-patter away. <laughs> I gotta get this fucking suit off. Not, not a moment's haste. <laughs> so I'm ripping the beard off. I'm putting my street clothes on. You know, like <sighs> I did it. I get it all in the duffel bag. You know, I come out. I give a look around. <laughs> the coast is clear. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I come out and the one guy just takes the bag from me right away to arouse like any suspicion. And they just pass the bag down somewhere. You know, like I'm like, oh man. So I just come out and like it was so weird because this time like not an eye is on me. Nobody I'm invisible cares. again. You're Nobody suspected that I was Santa at all. I pulled it off, which is good. That's genius. But it was such a weird feeling like being like that from that to that. It was like two extremes. Like I said, you don't know how a Santa is until you're a Santa. <laughs> and I learned something that day. You went from the Focus of attention, all attention. To it was being such a weird. Faceless... It was such a weird phenomenon. Yeah, another. I guess that's how guy. like celebrities feel or something, you know. And then just like that, it was all ripped away from me on a cold winter's <laughs> night. Cold. And I sat down, and I finished my chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> but some parents recognized that it was me, and they came up and like shook my hand. They're like, "Thank you so much Your for doing that. Palm. Thanks sure for doing that, disgusting. man." And I'm like, oh, no problem, no problem. I'm like, can I buy you another round of chicken wings? <laughs> you sure can! And your wings! Why doesn't Santa Claus know our names? Well, well, Kevin. Yeah. That's another Winx flipped into the cup this week on a fucking Friday, 4th of July, Christmas, birthday spooktacular. Yeah, yeah, we did it. It's a good app, solid app. But uh, no app would be complete until we do this week's Snapchat Challenge! That's legit. Yeah. You know what I want? I want a Santa Claus. Okay. If you can get me a Santa Claus in July... That's impressive oh, that's as a time, motherfucker. Yeah. Big time. You're automatically flipped in the cup. No dues for you. You get the t-shirt with the bugle fingers. You get the circle of trust with Walker, me, Barry, Billy. You know the rest. <laughs> I flip you in the cup. Get me that Santa in July. Get me a plate of chicken fingers at Applebee. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to get me a loud, obnoxious driving instructor. If you're driving down the street and you see a student driver car come and it stops next to you and the instructor's yelling, it's very specific, but a lot, a lot of these challenges are. Clapping. Get him for me. I mean, if you can get that guy, if he's not dead from, like, a coronary yet. <laughs> if he hasn't stroked out yet. That would be even greater. I don't even know his name, but, you know, he, he guided me that day. I'd like to pretend it's Al. He guided me that day. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, so get me that. Get me, uh, if you see, uh, what is it, Kev? Go ahead. Your turn. A southern man resplendent in the garb of Colonel Sanders. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. There That's you what go. That's I would like. And if you see... Uh-huh. The carcass of a drowned dog... Oh, dude, no. Washed up to shore 
or floating ever so gently just off the dock. Take a picture of it. No, don't. Just no, don't. Send it to Wink's nose, baby. I don't want to open that up. (laughs) You know how these things get dark, man? Why do you let me continue to introduce these challenges? No. Enough. Enough. Well, if you're going to get me a pedophile teacher, you might as well get me a dead dog. Nobody wanted it. And if you see uh, any little foster child being reunited with a family or placed with a family, that's happy as shit. Send it to Wink's nose. I found a home. You know, I love it. That's what we do here. It's the complete opposite. Don't, don't listen to me. These challenges get dark. I don't know what I'm doing. As always, all other challenges are open. Pedophile teacher, <laughs> ginger dad's balls, emu on a highway, ostrich on a residential road during 25. God fucking damn it. That's this week's <laughs> Snapchat challenge, you see. <laughs> well, we bring this up to a close, and <sighs> when I think back about our discussion over the last few hours, I... Yeah. I truly look at myself in the mirror as I did with sheer terror that night I transformed into the one true Sinterklaus. <laughs> and I asked myself, what am I doing with my life? You'll be out of danger. A fucking tiddly winks with strange. You've witnessed the action. Experience the adventure. Now, get ready for the most thrilling episode yet. Bible Band, shattering the Prince of Pride. Once I wipe out the Bible Man with his own pride, it'll be a different story. You've just been voted to the least likely to succeed. More moves than a Hurry! You're too late! One, two, three. More spandex than a striper video. Got a man in spandex, do I look like I'm kidding? A non-stop scripture. The Bible warns against pridefulness. Bible Man and his new sidekick, Cypher, help a troubled young artist discover Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. Cypher, come in, I need your help. Pride goes before destruction. Any more questions? When the evil prince of pride... Looking for me? ...threatens to destroy Bible Man and the friendship of two young men. I'll puppet their pride until they can't stand each other. That's it! I'm out of here. Bible Man must face his ever-present nemesis in... Gee, I wonder what's gonna happen now. Shattering the Prince of Pride. Pride. Lock in on the action. Something smells your dearness. Gee, ludicrous. Maybe it's because we live in a sewer.